Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, and very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK Series 7, Episodes 13 through to 16. Now, Chris, I get that little tinge of excitement again when Maths comes on now, and just the period building up to it, it's getting to that time, and I'm really enjoying this season. But which couple would you like to start with today? Well, you know, we've had some drama and we'll talk about the OGs, but I didn't think Gemma and Matt would be the highlight of the week just because of the drama. I mean, you have talked off the podcast and we sort of disagreed as well on how we saw it, which I'm looking forward to talking about. Because we sort of started talking about that. was like, nope, nope, save for the podcast. But... The pair of them, like, Gemma is so needy and her, I don't know what's happened to her in her life, but her way of, of getting attention and not being on her own is just basically offering her, her body to that person. And, and it, it does come across as desperation, but from day dot, there's just something off about Matt and I can't put my finger on it, Dave. And as it has gone on, I think he's so disrespectful to it. Look, the way she was talking, fine, but for me, I honestly think... It's a control thing with him. I think he doesn't like the fact that he's not in control and he can't tell her when they have sex or when he feels like having sex. I think he's a real male chauvinist, if I'm being honest, Dave. And the way it's gone on, I felt sorry for Gemma, but I doesn't excuse the way Gemma is because I saw on Facebook and yourself had said this. If this was reversed, and I'm not trying to steal your thunder, fuck me, it would, he would be cancelled the way he she speaks to him. So I, I think you're completely right. But I just think, as a couple again... The fucking tattoo is the only thing they've got in common. Absolutely <laughs> experts. They, they, I love it. I love what we've been watching because it's an absolute shit show. But I just do not like Matt at all. I think he's a proper bellend. As I've said many times, Chris, a curse on all their houses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't particularly put my you know faith in either side. I, I think, to be honest, more initially, I could see why Matt would just run away quite yeah. honestly because yeah, I agree the thing is the the crass humor uh, you know I, I can't imagine it is for many people Finchie from the office might appreciate it you know but he's a twat so I, I, I don't know but she's obviously she's developed this and she sees this as her sense of humor now it's it's not for Matt wouldn't be for me I don't think it'd be for a lot of people but you know, she's also, you're also on dangerous ground where you say, well, look, just fucking tone that down a bit. Because she sees that sense of humor as, like, part of her. Now, the thing is, when she's saying jokes like, you know, if that ice cream was on your cock, you know, you'd have no cock left or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is context, Chris. Yeah. If they were in, let's say, you know, the first six months, a year of their relationship, or or even longer than that, if they'd been shagging for a while, I think that sort of joke is okay in that context. Yeah. But they haven't shagged yet. They've just literally met. And the the signals that she's sending to him... 
I, I think are really, really off-putting. So that's why I, I see it more that way. To, to bring them, you know, let's say on that first week journey, I could see why he was kind of running off a little bit. But then, I have to say, from there, he's acting like a bit of a tool as well. So, you know, he's kind of... Well, actually, before I get to Matt, what we'll say is, the thing I would say to Gemma is, look, you have to remember, if you commit to something, like you say, I'm not going to do that, then stick to it. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is, and I'm not sure, I'm sure a bit of it is in the editing, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tone it down. I'm going to tone it down. I'm going to rip your fucking cock off. <laughs> no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> but they've, they've, I mean, you're right. I think, I think you're right. In the context of a bit of flirting or if you knew each other really well, you know, the first thing I'd probably be saying is, can I have some sprinkles on that and some fucking strawberry cream? But you know, but 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 you're right. The way she does it, it is. But I think with him, because he's just this like Neanderthal guy who just he wants. This is how I see it. Anyway, I could be completely wrong. I think there's a great argument for if it was reversed, he would be cancelled completely. If he'd sat there going, "Fucking, I love get your knickers off. Let's fucking go. I'm going to give you the best fucking thirty seconds of your life and all. You're at the table." And she wasn't inclined to go with the joke. Fucking hell, Dave. I, I agree. I completely agree with that. You know, like it, it, it wouldn't happen at all. It just wouldn't. It, it, it'd be booted off the fucking competition or competition, whatever the hell it is. But I do just think as he's gone on and he sat there like he's Bertie Big Bollocks. I'm nicking your saying now, Dave, with his <laughs> fucking vest on when he sat there with Jordan and Shanita, you know, and he's, he sat there and he's like, right, see you then. So, yeah, and I'm like, wow, mate, you sound like my fucking granddad from, like, you know, oh, fucking someone from the 50s or 60s. I just, I can't put my finger on it, Dave, at all. I just can't. And it might just be me taking a dislike to the guy. But there's just some, there's an edge to him that I'm not keen on. And I, I, like I say, I, I'm happy to do a U, Chris Feltz 180 next week and do a complete U-turn. But it was proven again on Facebook the reality radar was correct, Dave. Well, we don't do spoilers <laughs> for speculation that's out there, so nope. let's not speak about that. No one's but... talking about that. We're talking about that. But... <laughs> but, no, to be honest, earlier in the week, like I say, I was more kind of like, look, Gemma, just fucking, just calm it down. And then, you know, I'm sure, you know, in the initial episode, I had a lot of high hopes for this couple. And and it was just shot down straight away. But I thought there was still something there. The thing that I found really off and then put me to that middle position where I'm like, look, you two should just go. I mean, seriously, just th- there is nothing reconcilable there. It, the, but the first little breadcrumb was when, you know, he stormed off. He's had his little hissy fit. You know, he's... he's um, uh, gone out, but then he's come back, and then he's giving the speech in the, at the table, like you know he's holding court with everyone. It's like, look, if you've acted like a prick, just keep your fucking head down, mate. That's that's what I'd be thinking. You know, if yeah. you if you've acted like a prick and you know you've acted like a prick, then you don't want to take centre stage. Whereas he was quite there, you know, he was quite prepared to take centre stage. Which leads me to believe, Chris, that he doesn't think he's acted like a prick. Yeah, and I think 
also Dave, he's there for the clout of Instagram and everything mm. else, promoting his business. Why wouldn't you, in some respects? Why wouldn't you? It's a platform that can, can be very lucrative. But I do think he wants to be front and centre of everyone. I think he's, he's, he's trying to be like the king of the fucking all the men and the, and the whole group, really. I think he already he's, he's that dominant, that sort of lion. He's trying to come in there like he's the k- king of the pride sort of thing and all that. And I'm not buying it at the moment, if I'm being honest. Because he said some really good stuff initially. And then as it's gone on, the the, the mask is slipping for me. I think he's he's been really measured when, he's, when he spoke to Gemma the first couple of times. And I think he was right. But then as it's gone on, I've just took a real dislike to his, his whole attitude towards her, if I'm being honest. He's just, it feels like he's just going to hold her to ransom. If she wants any attention, it's on his terms. Like, he dropped a flirty comment in when they went for, like, that picnic thing. And I was like, hang on a minute, you was fucking having a go at her, you know, in the previous clip. We don't know what, what the timeline is. And you've just dropped a little comment in there. But that's okay for you to do that. But as soon as she does it, yeah, fair enough. It's fucking... She does it and it's like being on... Wait, wait, what was the comment, though? It was some flirty comment about, like... It was a sexual innuendo. And I remember thinking, I can't remember what the hell he said. It was something. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. But it was only the first one he'd used, if if that's, you know, to back that up. But sexual innuendo has nuance. It has craft. We grew up in the carry-on generation, Chris. (laughs) We're missus, yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. should get my old slide whistle out, but there's a fucking difference between a bit of flirty sexual innuendo and some of the stuff Gemma's been saying. <laughs> Again, I, I, it, it, I feel like in this conversation I'm defending Matt. I'm not. I, I just think these two should absolutely walk away from each other. They're not right at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I, see, I think a bit of sexual innuendo is fine in that context. What I would <laughs> saying, you should get used to the taste of fucking fish. <laughs> I'm going to sit is, on your in, face. Is not. <laughs> yeah. No, she said that to the camera, though. She didn't say that yes. to him, did she? No, she fair. didn't. She didn't. But yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a, a slight back step on that. Uh, I just think the way she is emotionally, Dave, it won't work. At all. It will not work at all. She is absolutely on a knife edge. Her, her emotions are just f- there immediately, aren't they? She's so upset. She's obviously been really hurt in the past. And it might be the environment that she's around. It might be like the people she's grew up with and she feels that's that's normal. And it, and it, it isn't normal, let's be honest. I mean, Sam was laughing with me. She went, fuck, I think I said this last week. She went, fucking hell. She went, she's your ideal woman here, isn't she? Just fucking absolutely rampant. And I started laughing. I went, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, I don't think. <laughs> for we were about laughing. a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for about half an hour. But, uh, uh, but, but no, it... it, it the, is that, the reality is that for three times, is it? Fucking <laughs> hell, Dave. It was that 30 minutes. We were about 30 times that day. <laughs> and we changed. But uh, but no, I think um, I, I think you're right, like uh, in some respects. Like it, it's just been a really strange week for them two. And, and no matter where they've turned, even at the dinner date when everyone met them and stuff, it's just been another disaster. He storms off, doesn't he? And, and I did think she... I did think she played up to the fact that she had a bit of backup, didn't she? Because as soon as they came in, they were all sort of like looking for allies and stuff. And, and she was like, oh, yeah, fucking walk off. But we've never seen her speak to him like that in the edited bits, have we? We've just seen it that it's been him who's gone. He's sort of been saying no. And he's been dead measured in some of his stuff. But when he was an audience, she did feel like she could 
express herself a bit more. Maybe, I don't mm. know, maybe it's just that she doesn't feel she can when they're together and in this close environment. But yeah, whatever happens, Dave, they are not going to be together for much longer. No, I mean, I think the sad thing about it, I do think she really likes him. Yes, yes. You know, and, and so I, I think the way he's he's been more, you know, so like I say, I think she's poked the bear a bit, you know, by just relentlessly coming out with these crass comments and and he's clearly not comfortable with it so fucking stop it don't just relentlessly keep on at it and like i say if it was flipped it it would look so much worse yeah i I mean yeah i agree i I, I, they wouldn't even show it i don't think but um yeah they're just they're just bad for each other aren't they you know I, i think you know Take the take the lumps, take the lessons from that relationship, and and move on to something else. But you know, and maybe she'll find someone like Finchy, who thinks that sense of humour is fucking hilarious, and you know they'll be banging away like rabbits from day one. <laughs> There's all sorts of ways we can go with this, but I'm just going to put a full stop in it. I think um, I tell you what, Dave. You know who my favourite couple are this this week more than anything. Uh, Thomas and Adrian. Yeah. I think Adrian is the man. I think he is absolutely brilliant. The way he can calm Thomas down now. He had a go at Jonathan, which I want to talk about when they had that dinner day. And he and and when Adrian speaks, he's measured, but he only feels like he'll only tackle somebody if he feels that they're in the wrong in his eyes or or he feels morally Mm. something's going on. I really like Adrian, Dave. I think him and Thomas, and I think I'm warming to Thomas a lot. I mean, Dave, he's a fucking coil spring, and I love when he kicks off now. The first week I was like, oh, this is doing me editing, but he just absolutely fucking goes, doesn't it? And they're so sweet together. And, and like, you can see... This a relationship grown there, and they just at the moment. Hopefully, it doesn't go tits up. It probably will, but I, I've really bought into them as a couple. But I think Adrian, for me, is my favourite person on this show. I think he's dead honest. He's dead straight down the line, and he will only have a tackle people when he feels that. So he's just really, really good guy. Yeah, they're a really interesting couple, aren't they? And, and great entertainment, and you can see Adrian's kind of the rock, isn't he? For yeah. um, uh, for Thomas, but I think I think that's got to be tiring as well. You know, every, going into every one of those dinner parties and just waiting for Thomas to fucking go off on one. And it, look, it's great TV. And uh, you know, we said last week, didn't we? If these two were on something else, we'd be watching. Yeah. You know, even though I would stretch out from our usual uh, haunts and stuff on Maths and Love Island and that. But I, I just, I, I think this week has definitely been their best week. The uh, the light staring challenge and the hugging challenge and stuff, obviously, you know, kick them up a notch, you know, in terms of that emotional connection, I think. And I kind of love, like, they're, they're everyone else's sages they're everyone else's guides to relationships aren't they but chris one of my favorite moments has to be where this fucking web of lies around who calls shanita a bitch or whatever yeah (laughs) it's so it's so i I just 
I mean, at the nub of it, who fucking cares? Someone obviously <laughs> said it was probably six or one, half a dozen or the other. Yeah. But Thomas goes into uber scouse when he's, you know, quite emotional. He's like, whoever says that, then I fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> It's just like, that was brilliant. But then he showed a massive amount of maturity, I think, because he just like, you know what, I'm going to take myself out of this situation. Yeah. Because that was spiralling big time. Oh, it was. And and you know what, Dave, you touched on April. I think you're right. I mean, top, fair play to Thomas. I think he can see when he's going, but he is brilliant when he kicks off, as I said. But April and George, right? This fucking George guy. Mm. Yes, he's been cheated on. Yes, he's got... Fuck me, he's like... So, she's not told me she went out with this guy. What the fuck does that even... Well, she's lying to me. It's like, mate, she's probably scared of telling you that she's even kissed anyone in the past in case you want a full fucking DNA fucking court case with a full fucking write-up from a fucking solicitor. He's an absolute bellend, I think, Dave. I'm not saying I'm a fan of April, but the the more this goes on with George, fucking hell, Dave, he has got some real baggage, and there's nothing wrong with being insecure. We all have our moments, but he... He really isn't coming out of this looking good, I don't think. Every fucking turn, she's having to literally wrap her arms around him to reassure him. Of, mm. I mean, he, he goes, I want to know. Why do you want to know what she's done in the past? What are you going to gain from that? Are you going to gain nothing but fucking misery because you've told us what your wife did to you and stuff. I just, Dave, he is so fucking needy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he, he's got problems. He needs to work on himself before he gets involved with anyone. Um, yeah. And he's kind of honestly, Chris. He's hiding behind this thing of like, well, I've got, I've got four kids with me. Chris, I've got three kids. I, I could make all the same excuses that he's made, but I'm not like fucking digging. Hey, everyone's gonna have right at, at the age group that he's, you know, his uh, catchment area is, if you like. It's gonna have a fucking past. They're gonna have someone. They're gonna have some relationships, which. That you know that were good, and they they think of fondly, or you know they were having a good time or whatever, and you know it broke up for whatever reason, and then they're probably going to have some relationships which didn't really mean anything and went nowhere. It seemed like he wanted a blow by blow account, and I realised I made a bit of an innuendo there, which was <laughs> unintentional. But no, it, it literally my it face, seemed <laughs> it seemed to be. That he wanted that level of detail. Yeah. It's yeah. like she said to him that this thing, you know, she didn't like him, went nowhere. And then he's been stalking Chris, her fucking Facebook, and he's like, well, you were clearly together for three months. Well, yeah, she's 32. <laughs> you know, yeah. three months, yeah. you know, if you look back, it's, well, it's probably nothing, you know, like summer fling or whatever. Oh, they, they, I think there are a lot of fucking red flags. A- April, sh- uh, look, April's definitely there for the following and everything, without a doubt in my mind. But she don't fucking deserve that. She should no. run for the fucking hills, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. There's, it's just not a good look for George. And I had high hopes for him, Dave. I thought, like, him being, like, he's been in a marriage and all that stuff. I thought, you know, this they, they look quite sweet and... But no, he, he, like you say, I think you've hit the nail on the head. It, it, I think everyone's there for something, but he looks like he's probably there for the right reasons, but he's just approaching it in completely the wrong way. Um, yeah. But is this another one where the experts, Chris, are just fucking with them? 
It's yeah. like April. Yeah, I've got no kids. 32. Not really sure if I want kids. Well, here's a bloke who's got four. <laughs> Do yeah. you want to go from zero to four? Um, you know, the only benefit is you don't have to go through childbirth, I guess. You know, but fucking hell. I mean, straight away, you can see that's not going to happen. But, I mean, even before the series kicked off, they, they looked like influencers to me. So yeah. it, it was just, you know, aesthetically beautiful couple, but never going to work. Uh, you no. know, even if you're not going to convince me, even if they get to the end of this show and then they smile for the cameras and everything and say, we're going to try and make it work. It's not going to work. No, not at all. Not at all. And you know what, Dave, we've got an email, which I want to read because it simulations one of the couples. I know we usually read them at the end, but it's quite an interesting one off uh, the observations of the first couple of weeks. And this is from Wesley and he's put, um, and I want to discuss this after it's about Kwame and Tasha. So Kwame diplomacy. Hi guys. Love the podcast. I've been listening since Love Island a couple of months back. Now, I'm watching Maths UK for the first time, just so I can continue listening to the podcast and you guys. So thank you for that, Wesley. Just wanted to talk about Kwame's situation. He obviously doesn't fancy Keisha, as she isn't his type from the get-go. When they were at Confessions Party, he said the reason he hadn't had sex with her was because of him. I actually think what he was trying to say was, it's his fault that they haven't been intimate, but she took it massively the wrong way. Don't get me wrong, he's obviously staying with her to continue being on the show. But how do you tell someone like that you're not interested because you're not... That not petite enough when you are on a show like this. He is arrogant and he just doesn't like her that way. But I think on that occasion he is blameless. Anyway, keep up the good chat, Wesley. So I think I, I thought about this email, Dave, and I know we talked about this off the podcast. I think Wesley's got a great point because, and I think to be fair to Kwame, if you go on a date with someone. And, you, you know, I, I always imagine the David Brent thing. You know, David Brent goes on. And we always, I know we've had a few office references, but he meets that woman on the, the blind. Uh, the red scarf. He's <laughs> in the pub and he's talking about her and he says, she's got a red scarf on. And he turns around and the woman just isn't. His time, and he just turns to camera and goes, oh, for fuck's sake. So if you go on a date with someone you don't like, and obviously I've not been on a date for years, but if you do, you just don't see each other again, do you? And you know, like years ago when we were younger, it'd just be like, well, you just don't ring him again or whatever. Like now, you would go you, on a day. Ghost the girls, Chris. Yeah. That's what you're saying. No, no, not me, Dave. I'm you know, <laughs> a good guy. But um, <laughs> and if I have to say I'm a good guy, that means I'm yeah. not. But uh, but no. But what I mean is, there was if in real life, even now, if you go on a date with someone and you don't think it, you either mutually say, look, you know, thanks for that, it was a great thing, you know, see you soon or whatever, or bollocks, you know, you just, you wouldn't, you do that. Kwame obviously isn't attracted to Tasha, but because he's in this experiment, he's literally, you're like going through a minefield, aren't you, of, of ways not to offend, because there's nothing between them. We we got this sex thing this week, you know, where they, I think it was Charlene came and he she was massaging him and all this stuff. I mean, I wasn't happy. I had fucking Don Eye socks on Dave from Sports Direct. That means Sam were crying. I don't know if you picked up on <laughs> no. that. He's, got, he's ripped up and he's got a great body. She's there massaging him away. It all looks dead sexy. She's looking dead sexy. She's got all the gear on and, and all that. And then I thought it was weird that the fucking, you know, she's there, the expert, as she's mass. I mean, there is a camera crew as well, Dave, I suppose, but it just looked dead <laughs> fucking seedy. It was like it she was like the wife. She was in a fucking porno. Yeah, it was. It was like, she, like Charlene was the wife. 
wife and saying, just massage my husband for me, you know, like she was getting involved in it. So I think it looked really fucking seedy. And obviously we've got a cameraman and sound people and everything on the on the other shoulder. But it panned to his fucking socks and he had fucking 99p Donai socks on and I was fucking crying. Some went, fuck me, I didn't know Donai were making a comeback. So anyone in the UK, Donai socks are like from the, the cheapo sports shop, aren't they, Dave? And that's no thing, I'm not loaded or anything, but it just made me piss. I was like, take your socks off at least. <laughs> but what do you think of that email, Dave? Because I think Wesley's right. I, I think he's right in that the intention of Kwame was yeah. to be tactful. Yeah. I just think he did a horrible job of it because what he did is he, he sort of said, it's all about me. It's all about my choice. Otherwise, we'd be shagging away. Yeah. That's sort of what he was projecting. And so that put Keisha in a, a position where she looks small then, doesn't she? She looks like, well, you know, she'd have been well up for it, but, you know, the bloke in this relationship is not interested. So, you know, it was embarrassing for her, I think. But yeah. like I say, the, the, the intention, you could tell he, he was trying to be tactful. He just did a shit job. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and how do you do that on telly, Dave, knowing that there'd be such a backlash as well? I'm not defending him, but I think that's such a good point from Wesley. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what fucking... What a pressure question. You know, all the cameras are there and everything, and then you just get <laughs> fired with that question. I'm not saying I'd do a, a better job under that pressure, you know. So... But the reality is, you know, outcome bias. We can look at it and just say, yeah, that that, uh, that put her in a, a horrible situation, and she dealt with it as well as she could do. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. So the next one, Dave, is Zoe and Jenna. So obviously, we've had Vegan Gate for literally the whole. 12 episodes leading up to this or, week. Or the V word. The V word, yeah, the V word. It's not fucking vagina. It's the fucking V. You tell yeah. everyone was thinking, the VJJ, what was that? <laughs> the, the fairy day, shall we say. I'm a bit more or less cross. But uh, I think they, they, they came in. And and I've got to say, I, I've been a bit hard on Jenna because I do, like, I've, I've looked at it from the other side where it's like she's trying to change the world, you can't, you know, Zoe don't want to do it. And you made a great point about, and I listened back about, like, well, why is Zoe going around telling everyone about it and laughing about it, you know, and all this. And I think the experts said the same thing. But I think this week, for me, I was more on Jenna's side because I thought when they were at the party, everything was going well, and then Zoe starts, like, laying into Jenna. And Jenna's like... She does this all the time. Everything's fine behind the cameras, mm. and we're great. And then as soon as she comes and gets a platform, she starts fucking bringing stuff up. I have no idea about what she's talking about, no control. So I think she's right. I don't know if Zoe is pl- feels that the only way she can express something in the relationship is on the telly when when they've got cameras in front of them. But I think that's like not the point of the show. So I, I was like sort of back on Jenna's side, if I'm being honest, by the end of this week. Hmm. I think these two struggle to communicate, really, don't they? Yeah. Properly on a, on any kind of deep level, for whatever reason that is. That that's why I took away from that, because you could tell that Jenna was just completely blindsided by what she was saying. That you know we don't have those massive belly laughs or whatever. I mean, that seems like something that you could discuss one to one, 
And again, it's just a bit embarrassing for Jenna, isn't it? It's like, all oh, right, am I right, fucking boring bastard then? <laughs> you know, like, what, what is it? And why couldn't you just tell me that? Whereas now you make me look like a dick. And, you know, I, I don't know what to do. So, you know, but then on Jenna's side, she just bottled it up, hasn't she? She's just internalized it. She's got a poker face like me, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, you can't hide it. So it's obvious she's pissed off. And, you know, Zoe is is clueless. It's like, well, it's, I have no idea. Did I say something there? So, yeah, I, I think I, I'm just... I, I find him a bit dull, if I'm honest, Chris. I, I just... I don't know if I'm particularly rooting for them. I, I think... Yeah, they, they, they're just bobbing along... You know, they're not creating much drama. So, you know, I appreciate some of the couples for the drama. Um, but I think these, I think Joey and Jenna, I, I don't know. I, I think the V word, the vegan thing, has not gone away. It's gone away for this week. But I think that is just um, the way they communicate about it is the bigger red flag for me. Yeah. And yeah. so... They they just clearly can't communicate properly. Now you could say maybe they'll have a breakthrough and they'll start doing that, but I just think there's something fundamentally wrong there. Yeah, I think so. I think you're correct. And then we've got see Shanita and, and Jordan. There's not really a lot going on, is it? They're getting on. They're, they're cracking jokes. They, they, there was a little bit of a wobble back end of last week. This week, I don't think, I think they've just been there in the background, the peripheral, aren't they? They, they seem, they're laughing at each other and they've, they've got that sort of proper relationship banter about themselves, aren't they? And that sort of um, joking and things like that. So no, I know I don't, I've not really seen anything from them this week, Dave, to sort of warrant, other than that silly, you know, slagging Shanita off, but that's not nothing really to do with their relationship. No, it, it's a weird one, isn't it? I think they, they had a bit of a wobble last week didn't they you know and mm. she was i didn't like the way she was coming out with these snipey put down type comments to him you know referring to him as a as a puppy and sometimes you want a labrador i, I do think that was disrespectful to be honest but um yeah i i don't know they seem to be bobbing along quite nicely don't they they remind me a little bit of the couple from last year um Whose name the one who got the remember. kid, the one who she's having a kid, isn't she? Yeah, she's pregnant. They're yeah, pregnant yeah. now. So yeah, yeah. I think there are a couple like that. They just seem to be going along quite well. I, they only get dragged into the drama seemingly by everyone else. They they don't seem to be party to it all. So I think yeah, not not really got a lot to say about that. I think I appreciated to be honest when Shanita was saying, "Look, I don't actually care." You know, and she's she's right. She said something like, you were probably both slagging me off. That's it. That's the end of it. You know, and Thomas wouldn't let it go. But, um, yeah, I, I think let's see where they go. I'd, I'd like to see them challenged a little bit. You know, they're going along a little bit too well. Let's have maybe a, another honesty box or something like that. You yeah. Know, something to rock them a bit. That's true. And another couple, Dave, on the same theme, Sophie and Jonathan have been magic this week. They were the couple I was like, no, she, she loves herself. She's full of money. This this fake Manchester scene, which I've never, ever fucking heard of. And I live in the city, you know, near the city and that. 
I don't know, listen, he's a fucking <laughs> caveman and he's a carpenter and all this. And I tell you what, it was going so well. They were just so in love, weren't they, pretty much? And the relationship, they've, they've had um, they've had sex, they've openly admitted that, they consummate the marriage, everything. And then they get to the, this is where I thought Adrian was brilliant, they get to this dinner party from nowhere. And it's always like anything with any couple in maths. You think they're too good to be true. And then Jonathan says, I don't want to go into the gym. <laughs> I don't want to go out with someone who's got a woman who's got horse legs. Yeah. Right. And he was trying to say he doesn't like a muscular figure, I think, pretty much. He doesn't like that gym, sort of like big bum, big thighs, you know, from squatting or whatever. This, 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 mu- but she's not like that anyway. She, she, she's a good looking girl, obviously keeps herself in shape, but she's not some bodybuilder. And I was thinking, well, you've got to take steroids and growth hormones to do that stuff anyway. What are you talking about? And fuck me, Dave, did he dig a hole? He might as well have got a JCB and fucking dug fucking a six foot trench. What a dickhead I thought by the end of that conversation. He just doubled down, didn't he? He just, he just kept going. He just kept digging. And it was, Chris, it was the office levels of cringe. I was like, look, Adrian and Thomas are giving you an out here. They're throwing you a lifeline. They're throwing you a life jacket. Take it. Take it. And he's like, no, I'm fucking going down with the ship. He just kept getting worse and worse, didn't he? And every fucking sentence seemed to get worse uh, from what he'd said before. And like you say... To get those figures where you build lots of muscle, why does he? Why does he think? Oh well, she, if, she, if she goes and does fucking three sets of ten squats, she will suddenly have massive fucking Lou Ferrigno legs. <laughs> what, no, it's not how it works, mate. So I, I don't know. It, it just it was an odd thing for him to die on that hill, and I think he did die oh. on that hill. To be honest. He did, and I, I wrote down, so he put something like, I've, a couple of the quotes were, I'm saying it for your own good. And then he put, and also, and he said, and I'm, and this is what really got my back up. He went, this sounded like a proper old school. It's like my granddad speaking or something like that, Dave. Like, you know, me, me, one of my granddads is still with us, but my other granddad on my dad's side, he's a fucking, he told you straight, Dave, you put one pound on a weight, oh, you were getting told it. We'll put a bit of weight on, aren't you? Yeah. You know, oh, you better watch that, eating all them cakes or whatever, you know what I mean? I wish I'd followed that advice now, Dave. You know, pre-lockdown, <laughs> I was fine. But um, but no, he he, um, he said something like that. And then he said, well, the thing is, I, I, I'd be probably won't want to be with someone because if she's put weight on and it's not because of a medical issue, then I'm like, wow, holy <laughs> fuck. What the fuck are you saying? And how do you think any of that fucking dialogue is even remotely fucking pleasing to your fucking wife or anything? What a fucking... Dick. So basically, Sophie's got to make sure she starves herself forever because if she dares to put a pound on Dave, he's fucking off. What a dickhead I thought. What a terrible thing to say. Yeah, and you say about Matt being controlling, and I think, you know, you're on to something there, but I, I actually thought he was worse there. I yeah, thought yeah. the things he was saying were, you know, indicators of how he'd be further, you know, years down the line. And it's like, look, I'm, I'm just doing this for your own good. You know, I am making the choice and you are going to fall into line with it. I just thought he was... And the guy's 32. He's not like... You know, he's got some experience of relationships and stuff, you would think. I, I just thought it was a real... Uh, I, as much as we're having a bit of a laugh about it, 
I thought it was a real red flag there. And, and again, it's like, okay, this, this was all about the legs and he just kept on digging and digging. But I thought it was a real bad look and at just how controlling he could potentially be. Yeah, yeah, it really is. That we want to keep an eye on that, Dave, because that'll be a massive turnaround for me. I, I really thought they were on it. But did you? You know, they, 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 they're great-looking people. They're sexually attracted to each other, no doubt at all. But, like, you know, she's got this idea of being this high flyer in Manchester as if it's London or something. Um, and he's, he's a joiner, um, quite happy. You know, she's very ambitious. He's got, you know, very little ambition. He's on about... Because um, he's self-employed. You know, he can go travelling for, like, three months or something. But she can't fucking do that in the job that she's in. No. So, no. you know, again, I, I just think it's predictable. It's a bit like um, the Aussie couple, Chris, whose name I also can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember the guy who looked like Bross? Oh, uh, yeah, she's not with him, though, is she? Uh, he was fucking strange, him, wasn't he? Um, yeah, fucking yeah but great, great-looking couple. But Oh, brilliant, yeah. Clearly, you know, he was exhibiting really controlling behaviour and, you know, they made it almost right through to the end but then obviously fizzled out and went nowhere. And, and, you know, you can just see it with this couple as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. and you know what, Dave? I will keep an eye on that because it it looks like we're going into a good week with all this shit. And also, Dave, I've saved these for last on purpose. Whitney and Duca. So... (laughs) You know, I laid into Duca last week and I said there was a little... No, I didn't. I laid into Whitney, but there was a bit where at the end where I said... No, 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 no. it's not rewrite history. You were in Whitney's camp. No, that was at the end of the week. Let (laughs) let me get to the point. So, I I understood what she said when she... Well, I understood. I mean, what means I took from what she said as he's just been playing for the cameras, which most of them are, he's bullshitting, he's saying he's going to get all these girls and all these DMs when he gets out and all of the show, and it's going to be fucking, he's going to be rampant. But yeah, on the show, he's pretending to be his husband. However, she has been an awful contestant. And I do think that, again, the experts, fucking terrible. She wanted a bloke who is built like a brick, Dave. Not a brick shithouse, a brick. That's what she said. With a beard and everything. And... Duke has got a beard. You know, he's a, he's a fit lad. He's a big lad. Obviously, he's a stripper as well, which I don't think she knows when this was filmed. Um, so, you know, he's he, he's a bit of an exhibitionist. He's there to completely raise his profile. 100%. Whenever they get into a, a conversation with the experts, he talks shit. There's nothing behind his conversation, his chat. He talks nonsense. He does retreat a lot, retreat a lot, and he does sort of... He takes the, the L's more than she does. But as this has gone on again this week with her, Dave, I'm I, as much as I believed what she'd said... She is terrible. The fucking way she just puts him down at every mm. opportunity. She fucking hates him. The, the the expert turns up. She's like, oh, my God. I mean, Sam commented, this isn't my comment, but Sam went, wow, where have them puppies come from, Dave? Because they were on the show all week, <laughs> them puppies. I didn't say that. My wife said it, so I, I can <laughs> I can quote my wife. Um, and I just did, the, you know, like when Sam says it, I was like, I'm in danger if I say, oh, I noticed that as well. I just went, yeah, I'd seen that as well, yeah. 
<laughs> You're trying to subtly <laughs> say, yeah, yeah. hadn't noticed that. Hadn't popping noticed. Out fucking when eye twitching. When did we get a three D TV? <laughs> yeah. All I can imagine. Do you, do you remember the old cartoon with the with the wolf when he sees yeah. the yeah. <laughs> and the eyes are popping out? <laughs> but he's like that, Dave. Is this a test? What yeah. do we say? Help! Help! You know, <laughs> please help me. Is this a trap? <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she's awful. Like, like she has no self-assessment or awareness on herself or her own behaviour. She's literally like a spoilt little kid who hasn't got her own way and he's just flatly refusing to, to, to do... There's no compromise with her. I just think, as this has gone on this week, it's been a... It's wound me up so much watching her constantly throw Duker under the bus. And I don't think... I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it because I think he's as fucking false as anybody in this show. But her attitude and a whole demeanour towards anything to do with being in his company has been so fucking strange for me, Dave. Mm, and that's what I don't like, is that she's clearly not into him, and that is okay. Completely yes. okay. I but agree. the way she's framing everything is like, she's all in, and he's just being a tool, and it's just not the case. It's just not what we see at all. And like when when they were doing those whole challenges, that fucking... Like uh, acting like a fucking twelve-year-old, uh, something kid or something like that, you know. And she's like, "Oh no, no!" And it's like, "Oh, you got to do this challenge." You fucking seen the show before. You know what's coming. They're the same challenges every season. So why are you like, "Oh no, no, can't do that, no, no"? It's like, oh fucking! Hell. I just found that really, really great. In, but then, like on Duca's side. I just wish he'd turn around at some point and say, look, it's fucking out of order that, you know, I'm really hurt by what you've said there. But the fact that he does keep saying like fucking Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she made me toast or something. I think there's something there. I mean, that is the thing that makes it come across. Like it doesn't matter what she does. He's just trying to create this persona, you know, of, a person who's always all in on the relationship and it doesn't matter how hard it gets, he'll still, you know, be there and trying. So I think that, and the experts called him out, didn't they? Can we yeah. find a different word, by the way? That, that word. I know. Fucking not. I don't know what to the say. Char- the charlatans. <laughs> the fucking blackers. Yeah, the blackers. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the the facilitators, you know matchmakers. Let's let's go with that. Um, you know they even called him out a few times for being fake, and I think it is this thing that he just doesn't matter what she says. She's just she's continually like putting him down and stuff, and he's just like, ah, so you're saying there's a chance? Yes. No, fucking show a bit of emotion for fuck's sake. But um, you know what else? I tell you what was massively fucking hypocritical, Chris, was, you know, when um, Bertie Big Bollocks, who we were talking about Matt before, was holding court, you know, and saying about everyone. And then he did it twice, actually, didn't he? Yeah. Because after he stormed off on the dinner party, he's saying about George and, oh, this man came after me. And it's like he's fucking Robert Baratheon from Game of Thrones or something. It's like, oh, right, well... You know, and, and I bestow upon thee. And she's like fucking getting wet for him, clearly. But she was cringing when Duca was doing that. She's like, oh, everything's a performance. And it's yeah. like, hang about, make up your fucking mind. 
you know, two people have done exactly the same thing, yet one's a see you next Tuesday and one is a hunk. Yeah, yeah. It's just, she just knew from the start it's not what she wanted and, and her way of doing it or sort of portraying it has just been terrible. It's just every time she's got a face like a slapped arse, hasn't she? She's just there fucking like a little kid, arms crossed, Fucking bottom lips there. She's fuming. I'm, I'm doing the face now, Dave, even though you can't see me. And she's like this. No, no, not entertaining it. But you're right. Duke is that fucking thirsty for the fucking staying on the show. I would have fucking bet my left fucking bollock he was going to say stay. A hundred percent. I still have yeah. a problem with his stay and leave thing. I just don't think it's, it's just like, it's like they're almost imprisoning the other person. You know, Whitney <laughs> says she wants to leave. Thing about it, though. It's like, yeah, it it's is, like but... celebrity torture. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he says, she says leave, which she did. He says stay. And then she's and then he's like, and she's like, oh, great. I'm here another week. Now, I, I think there's a bit of like pa- uh, pantomime to it all as well. I think she wants to stay within the show because of her profile she and everything. knows exactly yeah exactly so there's no risk really in writing lee no no there isn't it gives her a bit of like um clout of her argument and everything but it makes me laugh you're right with him it's like his reasoning for staying is fucking bullshit you could see he was looking for some fucking dialogue on google thinking what the fuck can i say because i just want to stay in the show you know and all this and it's like it was so fucking lame and fake what he was saying it's just like you should just say well we're staying because i want more fucking instagram followers and have more respect for him then not fucking oh well you know i think there is some i'm gonna give it my all you give it your all for fucking three weeks mate and not even got a fucking peck on the cheek yeah. what are you gonna fucking do now it's not like she she's just not into you it's it's not that she actively fucking despises you yeah. <laughs> like with every <laughs> ounce of her being and every word you fucking say you can see it all over her face that she fucking hates you with a passion so like why would you think oh yeah i got a chance here <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh dear me. But he knows, you know, the every week that you are on screen, you're going to get more Instagram followers, aren't you? So, you know, if you're in there for the fame and, and people are calling him out and saying he's fake, well, he's always he's going to write stay every day of the week. Yeah, and he's not the only one, let's be honest. He isn't the only one. But, Dave, I have breaking news. Just moving on slightly from uh, maths, as we come towards the end of the show... Dave, now, have you got any Andrex tissues near you at all? And I'm not saying I'm going to send you some dodgy fucking link for a website. <laughs> um, but you might get upset by this. And I don't, I, I, I hope you're in, you know, are you in a stable situation? You're not driving? You're not at the top of the stairs or anything? Is it's it not fucking, going to be a fall. Uh, more Love Island, is there? It's not, Dave. So, <laughs> I'm getting a bit upset myself, actually. This is quite serious, but... Um, Oh, just give me a sec, Dave. Um, no, is it it's Olivia? No, Dave, it's no? not. So, oh, so right, Dave, right, so I've, I've, I've composed myself and I've got myself, I've got myself back where I should be. Just I'm, look, guys, if I break down when I break this news, please don't hold it against me. But you know, this is really serious. So, Dave, we've not covered the Bachelor or Bachelorette recently uh, because of Love Island just fucking absolutely railroading us, and then we've gone straight into maths, but. 
Now, Dave, please, please. I'm here if you need me, Dave. You know you can always ring I'll me. I'll just fucking get on with it. <laughs> I Clayton and Susie have split up days after six Oh, months. my word. Oh, what a fucking shocker. I am absolutely. I'm, honestly, I'm so fucking upset for them both because, let's be honest, from the fucking minute they fucking left that fucking experiment, they were never together anyway with the fucking nonsense. That fucking show is absolute bullshit fucking bollocks but they i read it and i thought i've got to fucking say it on the show it's look we'll probably watch it down the line because it's only on once a week at some point again but fuck a doodle do it's bullshit they all do the same thing like love island don't they these fuckers well i think the reality is uh, uh, no intended pun. Yeah. pun there yeah um they're just more mature aren't they in terms of they've been going for longer so this evolution, it seems, from reality dating TV to beco- to going from, you know, what you think the essence of the show is and, you know, getting these people together under these conditions and filming it and seeing how they interact and everything, that's all very interesting. But then that evolution towards the Instagram followers and, and, you know, or social media followers, shouldn't just say Instagram, it's like TikTok is gathering more and more pace, isn't it? But, um, so they're just further down the tracks and they've got it to a fine art. And I think the likes of Love Island are, are just following in their wake. You know, I think if you look at the early seasons of Love Island, it's not, people aren't going on there expecting to build up a platform. You know, they are in there for... Some of them are just in there for a laugh, probably. And um, other people in there to, to actually find someone. But, yeah, I, I think it must be around about six months since that season finished, isn't it? It's, it's around the... Uh, that's par, I would say, for a couple splitting up. Yeah, I think so. It's just... I just didn't want you being emotionally drained by that revelation. <laughs> You know what, you bring it back to me that I was so fucking angry about that whole thing because he was such a massive bellend. And, you know, but suddenly she was like... And he was such a dick to her as well. He he was was proper gaslighting her and stuff. And the the problem is with that fucking show is, you know, the, the format of it is the guy's got all the power. And then, you know, he he's... Basically, he shagged all three of them, didn't he? Towards yeah. the end, in the yeah. uh, quarterfinals. Is it quarterfinals? <laughs> you know, semifinals. He had a great time. And, didn't then, he? and then she sort of called him out and said, "Like, oh, well, I'm not happy about that." It's like, well, if that was one of your deal breakers, you should have let me know. And got really fucking angry about it. So I'm getting more wound up as I think back to it now. So I'm just annoyed that. She ended up going back to him anyway, but like it was a it was a means to an end, wasn't it? You know, again, she gets more exposure through that, I guess. So you know, smile for the cameras, uh, and uh, you know, take it from there. Yeah, and obviously we're going to see these two at some point down the line anyway, Dave, in one of the Bachelor Paradise. Oh, or... I mean, he's fucking the the template, isn't he? You look at some of the Bachelor fucking previous contestants, and he is just the template. There's no real fucking deviating from that. They went with Matt James for one fucking season, and then that's it. You've got the the new host, who basically looks like Clayton as well. Can't remember his name. But. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's an old contestant, isn't he? That guy, yeah. American footballer. Yeah, yeah. 
He, he was famous for giving the rose to the wrong person. Now he's taking it back. <laughs> well, anyway, Chris, we, we, we have diverted a bit. So, yeah, um, so. You know what I do? Do you miss The Bachelor? <sighs> I don't, but we had a great comment from someone who said, why does it feel like when you watch these shows, someone's putting a gun to oh, your head? No, 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 no. So, so, so I've got it here. Go on, read so, it out. So this actually, this actually came through on Instagram, and I it's thought brilliant. this was brilliant because it does sum us up completely. It says, hi, guys, just listening to the podcast. You always sound like someone is holding a gun to your head <laughs> making you do the podcast. <laughs> you always sound so exasperated with it all. It's hilarious. And so, <laughs> I can't argue. I mean, it does. I mean, we get so wound up, don't we? It's like, oh, God, I don't like this couple, don't like that couple. Why are they on this? Are we watching next week? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. so We have this weird love-hate relationship with it. But we do love it, really. We do, because yesterday we couldn't record, could we? Because I was out. And me and you ended up speaking for over an hour anyway. And you were like, why don't we just send the fucking phones? <laughs> it would have been a terrible... Audio would have been terrible, I know. But it was just so funny. Once we get going about these bloody shows, that's it. It's fucking silly, Dave. But anyway... Big thank you to everyone, as always. Thank you, guys. If you want to follow us on social media, at CDRealityCast. If you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. If you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. And also, Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Get over there, guys. You need to be approved, which is fine. Just join the group and myself, Dave, or Charlene. We'll approve you. Big thanks to Charlene, as always, for moderating the uh, page as well. We really appreciate Charlene. Thank you. So today's roll call of honour is... Kent Gustafson, Lucky Luda Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Jacqueline, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Annabelle, Kate, Megan and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. It's really, really good here. So thank you. And Dave, I'm going to go off and I'm going to try and research even more math stuff for next week because I cannot wait for Monday. I do like the fact we get a bit of a break in between episodes. It's not like Love Island where it's relentless. You know what? I, I I'm going to be a total fucking hypocrite now because when Friday comes along, I'm like, ah, oh, that's it. Mass is just like four nights a week, so yeah, okay, nine o'clock. Don't have to watch it. Shit, what do I watch? <laughs> <laughs> so I catch up on the other stuff. Andor, the new Star Wars series has come out, hasn't it? So, or three episodes of that has come out. So I ended up starting watching a bit of that. But it was just for a brief moment. I was like, oh, I wish it was on for more nights in the week. <laughs> stop it. Stop it now. Just stop it. Um, no, but I'm the same, because Sam said the same. She was like, oh, there's no maths on tonight. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking <laughs> we like Gogglebox, but I'm like, oh, you bastard. She went, oh, I need to catch up with Gogglebox. You've got to watch thing. it. I keep forgetting about that. You've got to watch it. Some belters, Dave. Some really good bits in that over the last couple of weeks. Nice, nice. Well, thank you very much, sir. It is good. I, I do like our daily format, but I do also like, you know, we can do a bit of a longer episode as well, just wrapping up a few episodes and, and just focusing in on the couples, really. So thank you very much, sir, for another week. And thanks to everyone out there for listening to us, supporting us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.